Hello and welcome to episode 8 of Your Business Online Your Way, the podcast to help you to achieve small business success. I'm Holly Christie, your host. I'm a website developer, mentor and small business strategist. I have two website and mentoring companies, This Demanding Life, to help small businesses make an impact and get seen online, and Simply Sites, for budding businesses wanting a stellar website. Today, I have a very special guest for you. He's known for being relentlessly helpful. He is an author, a trainer, a LinkedIn champion, and he's here to share his experience of building communities and how to find your tribe. Ready? Let's get started. We give a big welcome to John Asperian. John is the relentlessly helpful, self-confessed LinkedIn nerd, and he's the author of Content DNA. He leads a community, it's amazing, it's full of small business owners like you and me, and it's called Espresso Plus, and John describes it as the ethical small business, it's for ethical small business owners who want better online visibility and best practice for LinkedIn. And um, John, you, first of all, welcome. Oh, well, thank you so much for inviting me on, Holly. It's always great to speak with you. Oh, well, I am thrilled to have you here, particularly because we've been LinkedIn buddies for a very long time now. And um, I, this year particularly, I've decided to go with a LinkedIn first strategy to my marketing, whereas before Mm -hmm. it was always Facebook first and that sort of thing. And everything's so (laughs) the same but different on LinkedIn. And I'm so grateful when I get your tips or, you know, just being able to say to you, oh, am I doing this right? And inevitably the answer is no. Um, (laughs) But you always tell me how to do it right, how to get it right. So how did it all start for you with LinkedIn? Oh, well, I was I was a copywriter at the time and I was looking for more leads for my business and and nothing was really working on social media. You know, I tried Twitter, tried Facebook, I tried Instagram, I tried Snapchat. I mean, it's just like nothing was happening. And Mm -hmm. it's only when I decided to go all in on LinkedIn at the start of 2017 that things started to happen. And even then it wasn't quick. You know, the first nine months, nothing happened at all. But Mm -hmm. I just thought I need to learn how this platform works. You know, my clients are likely to be here. And what I ended up doing is documenting, like every time I found out something new about LinkedIn, I just ended up sharing like, oh, this is how this works. or this screen leads to this. And, and eventually I became known as, you know, the, the guy who can explain how LinkedIn works. And here we are, so like six, seven years later, that's actually my business now is helping people <laughs> to get better results from the platform. Which is incredible. I was actually recommended to you through my sister. We both um, set up in business at the same time. And she had seen you had created a video on your LinkedIn feed. And uh, she contacted you and asked you what video um, software it was that you were using. And she's still using that software today, actually. And she said to me, you have to connect with and follow this guy on LinkedIn. He is the nicest guy on LinkedIn. And I think we can absolutely have a like trademark after that. Um, (laughs) Tell us where Relentlessly Helpful came from, because it's just such a great brand. Yeah, that, I mean, that was just a moment of luck, to be honest. I was on stage at a conference mm-hmm. and was asked an unscripted question, mm-hmm. uh, which was, how are you going to remain relevant in a world full of options? And I just said, well, I'm going to create relentlessly helpful content. And that, really was captured on, that was captured on camera. And a couple of people said afterwards, that was a really good thing. I was like, I haven't planned it, but thank you. 
And then I just reflected on it and I thought, yeah, well, that's that's kind of what I'm trying to be. That that is me. I'm not mm -hmm. I'm not making it up. And I've stuck with it. And now, every time I introduce myself, every time you see my LinkedIn profile, it's it's there um, as a way of it's like a touchstone. You know, it's it's part of my personal brand, the core element of it. And um, I'm trying my best to live up to it every day. I love it because um, for small business owners, particularly with the marketing, particularly with the LinkedIn and stuff, it can feel relentless. And so mm. to actually have that, you know, I, mm. yes, it's relentless, but I am going to be relentlessly helpful, I think is, you know, you've really nailed it with that one as yeah, well. I mean, the, the whole plan for, really is for me to try and give helpful content out as much as possible, because I know that people's time is short, you know, you've got kids, you've got a life, you've got a day job, it, it's hard mm. to fit it all in. So I, I like to do my research, I like to do experiments, I, I like to share what I find, hopefully, so that it gives people some insight and saves them a bit of time so that they don't have to go and trawl through, you know, a hundred page PDF to try and work out what one or two useful insights might be. So it's, oh, uh, it's, it's just kind of getting useful. to the point and helping people with my content. And um, I think hopefully we can all learn a lesson from that. It's just be of service to people and mm. that will make you valuable. I think that's brilliant. I think if there was ever a <laughs> takeaway, we're four minutes in and I say, yep, absolutely be of service. Um, and it's interesting because as an independent business owner, and I've been out there for seven years now, you know, it's, it's lonely. It can take a while to build your community as well. And mm. I think you, for me, community is what's really kind of kept me in the game. It's, you know, I've managed to build yeah. my team through people, you know, Amy, who does my brand, well, she's our branding designer, but I met her when, when she did my branding and then we worked well together and we went on to create so much together. And Sharon, my VA was one of my customers and community is something I think that is so important when you're an independent business you know because sometimes when you start out you might be the only person in your social group who's actually breaking out of corporate or employment and going into the self-employed life and you have this wonderful way of bringing people in and to the point that you're no longer a copywriter and you have your own LinkedIn mm. community don't you I do yes um, and I wouldn't have been able to start that without having that kind of personal brand runway of several years of putting out helpful stuff that's the thing that's built trust for me and it means that people now opt in to you know a paid community that's that's more than just a linkedin group we we offer more than that but it started off as a free discussion group and it just took over my life because it was so busy yeah. and i realized that i'd either have to get rid of it or i'd have to monetize it somehow to keep it mm. going and and i chose the latter we've just had our second anniversary of the community and it's still going strong mm. and um and that then led to, you know, the idea of putting on, you know, a bigger thing, a, a conference so that we can actually get together and, and meet people because it's great to have online relationships. You know, I, I love it. It's mm. comfortable. You stay at home. You talk to people around the world. It's brilliant. But, <laughs> You're in your PJs. <laughs> yeah. It's not quite the same as actually, you know, meeting people. And, mm. you know, so much talk about AI and stuff. I'm like, well, you're not going to fake it in the room. <laughs> so, uh, you know, that that's one of the last kind of, bastions of like authentic human relationships go and actually meet people so um yeah the community's going well and um and i can't wait for the conference which is hopefully going to take it to another level yeah and we'll speak about that in a minute because i'm going mm -hmm. i'm so excited um but what i wanted to say first is about your community your espresso plus community 
Um, when you say about them being business owners who want to kind of move ethically through the yeah. business space, what I always notice about your, is it Espressians or Espressans? That's who, it, Espressians, yeah. Your group called themselves, is that they have this level of integrity running mm. through. You know, it's like everyone is practicing best practice. I was meant to be going to one of your kind of lunchtime get-togethers last year. And I couldn't make it because of a family emergency. But I had quite a few of your Espressians contact me on LinkedIn, message and say, we're going to this together. Shall we meet up? You know, shall we like link yeah. up on LinkedIn first and just kind of get to know each other before we go there? And mm -hmm. it was just so warm and it was such good practice. And I've gone on to become really good online friends with those people as well. So, yeah, you've suddenly got this thing that, you know, really leads people through well. That's that, well. That's lovely to hear, and it it, it is. Um, I mean, hopefully, whatever my personal brand is putting out into the world, it mm. means that like attracts like. So, mm. I mean, you know, we know each other well enough, Holly, that you know, I I don't do any of the kind of scammy, spammy things that some people do. You know, some yeah. people seem to blow up overnight, and it's because they're in a secret engagement pod with loads yeah. of other people, and maybe they've paid to be there, or they've paid for some ads and, and you know, or, or done some other things that are not, you know, with high integrity. Mm. Um, it does make it a bit of a hard sell for me as a business owner, because th there's no there's no shortcut to success. You know, people often ask how mm. I get a large number of amount of engagement on my content, for example, it's like, well, do the same things over years, and mm. eventually it will work for you. There's There's no overnight hack for that. So it's not a very sexy message that I'm delivering, but if you keep turning up and you keep doing something of value, you know, eventually people will, will trust you. You'll be too good to be ignored. And mm -hmm. I think the people who are in the community kind of, they get the message that, yeah, this is not going to happen in three weeks. It might take many months, maybe even years. Mm -hmm. and, and those are the kind of people that I attract. And therefore they're the people who reach out to someone who's going to an event and say, you know, welcome and, and let's get to know each other and stuff. I agree. And I think it's all about consistency. And I think people who do have posts, you know, go viral accidentally or whatever, often come back and say that they really hated the experience, that mm. it was uh, overwhelming, that they felt that they were really trolled. I was actually on Instagram yesterday with someone uh, watching someone who I am. Um, follow and she had a viral post and she said it was awful I just want to stay with my lovely little community and of course you can't really control that quite so much um, but when people come to me for websites they're often looking for an instant fix they often think well the website will go um, live on the Thursday and they'll have all these inbound leads and inquiries on the Saturday um, I had someone once where I sent their, uh, their website live at 2 p.m. and at 10 past 2 they said they'd done a Google search for it and why wasn't it there um, and these things all take time, whether it's social media, whether it's getting your website uh, SEO sorted and things like that, they all take time. And I think, mm. yeah, you have a really good vibe of letting people know that that's what it is. Um, You're very kind. We... Thank you. Um, can we talk about actually what happens within the Espressian community? And I have to yeah. say, I have a little bit of a vested interest because I am doing a podcast episode on memberships mm -hmm. and about how choosing the right membership for you and, you know, not just jumping onto a bandwagon. And you know, yeah. I often refer people to your memberships. So I'd love people mm -hmm. to know what actually happens in there. Well, I very much appreciate that. I mean, it started off with a discussion group, which, which mm -hmm. lives on LinkedIn. 
but I thought if I was going to turn this into a paid community, it needs to be a little bit more than just a chat room, essentially. Mm -hmm. And so um, we set up uh, some live uh, Zoom calls each month. So we'd get on to have Q&As, mm -hmm. which would be recorded so that you know people who couldn't be there on time could watch the recordings. Then people started saying, well, I, you know, I go out walking, I go to the gym, I'd, I'd love to be able to listen to this. Mm. So I started, I turned it into a podcast. I took that video, mm. extracted the audio and started doing a podcast with it. Mm. And we've got a private mailing list so I can share some extra information. Mm. And then we've added some other things like we've got a members map. So you can see where all the other members are around the world and make I connections. And we've yeah. got a members database so you can see who's got what skills. So maybe you can refer work to other people in the community because there's mm -hmm. a kind of shared identity, shared integrity, as we talked about earlier. You'd mm -hmm. want to refer work around the community if possible. Um, yeah, and then there's a very, very active discussion group at the heart of it all. And because I'm kind of running everything myself, you know, that, that may not have been the wisest decision. <laughs> It does mean that the people who come in, they, they kind of know that they get access to me. You know, they can DM me anytime <clears throat> and I will answer them often with a voice note or a video. And, you know, you know, <laughs> you and I share I voice drill. notes all the time. Yes. Yeah. Um, so it's because it's I think that's one of the big problems with other memberships is that you sometimes you, you get attracted in by a by a sort of quote celebrity name. Mm. But they're not actually kind of steering the ship every day. You know, it gets handed off to someone else. Yeah. So. I'm keeping the community small. I mean, it's called Espresso. It kind of makes sense that it would be a small thing. Yeah. <clears throat> but, but by doing it myself, it means I've got kind of quite a personal relationship with, with people in the community and they know mm. that they can lean on me and I'm running the calls and I'm kind of answering questions in the community and it's all kind of based on sharing my best practice knowledge. So it's all of that. And, you know, you can consume as much or as little of it as, as you want. Recently, we implemented a new website. So we've got a private members area. So you can go in and watch the videos and listen to the audio and see the map. And you can kind of get everything in one space. Um, so, it's yeah, that's, that's what we're offering. I know other memberships offer things like Circle and Mighty Networks and stuff. You, you've got a dedicated kind of third-party platform for your discussions. But I've done it through a website and through a LinkedIn discussion group. So it's uh, uh, that's worked for me it's, and it's been going for a couple of years. So I, I guess that business model um, works fairly well. And you know me, I'm always going to recommend keeping it on your website where you own the software and you own yeah, the site. So absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. And I think the word that keeps coming up to, for me is authentic. It's very authentic. and. I know as well that you actually have a couple of other LinkedIn trainers like uh, Niraj Kapoor and that mm. in your group. And I think that just goes to show everything that you embody about, you know, it's about community, it's about shared success, it's about shared experience and that it's not a competition mm -hmm. where you are. Absolutely. You know, every, everyone's got a seat at the table and I absolutely yes. love that. Yeah, I mean, it's one of the most unexpected things about starting the community. I didn't think that anyone else who would specialize in LinkedIn mm -hmm. would come and join a community run by someone who specializes in LinkedIn. Mm. actually about a quarter of our members are LinkedIn <laughs> specialists in some way, which is incredible. Yeah. And what it also means is that we've got, we've got a lot of domain knowledge in the community because there's stuff that I'm not privy to that someone in the USA might have heard about. And, and because mm. it's a very collegiate atmosphere, there's, there's no kind of cutthroat backstabbing stuff going on. We, we'll just share what we know because it helps everyone get better. Yeah. Uh, and so we've got kind of concentration of knowledge that I wasn't expecting. But mm -hmm. it's very, very welcome. And it is kind of, 
it's a big selling point of the community, although I'm not sure people realize that until they get in and see what's going on. So, um, so yeah, it's an unexpected treat to have that many good brains in one place. That's fantastic. I love calling it that, uh, good brains. Um, so you have gone on to create next month the one only LinkedIn-focused mm. conference in the UK. So it's not going to be your general marketing. It's not about here's mm. a workshop on your website or anything like that. This is a whole day about LinkedIn, which I'm really excited about. So could you tell my audience so they can get excited about it too? <laughs> sure. Yeah, I mean, I've been to loads of other conferences and, and LinkedIn is often seen as not being a true social media network, even mm. though it definitely is. Um, and it's never covered properly. And so I thought, well, LinkedIn don't run their own conferences. It's not being adequately talked about at other things that I am going to. Mm. I could sit here waiting forever or I could do something about it. So I had a chat with a couple of members of my Espresso Plus community. So uh, uh, Jeremy Freeman, and Gus Bandal, and we said, we can we can do this. We can run an event of our own, and because we're reasonably well connected, you know, I, I went and approached some big names from around the world who are specialists at this subject, mm -hmm. and we're putting on a whole day of learning and networking uh, in Birmingham. So yeah, twenty first of March, we've mm -hmm. we've already issued a hundred and seventy five tickets. So it's going to be a, a good buzz there, yeah. and we've got eight speakers. I'm I'm one of them, mm -hmm. um, and we've got seven other people talking about various uh, parts of LinkedIn. And the, the whole aim is if you want to learn how to do this thing better mm. without doing the salesy, spammy kind of cringeworthy tactics that some people do, um, we'll teach you. And you can get to meet other enthusiasts, uh, many of whom are coming internationally for this in Birmingham. Yeah. Um, and that's happening in just over a month's time. Yeah. I know, it's so exciting. I have to say, having seen the agenda, I love how you've built lots of networking opportunities in there, that it's not just go there, sit, you know, time after time after time and then go home. Hmm. There's that. And there's even a pre-party the night before, isn't there, for uh, people who are arriving Absolutely. early? Absolutely, yes. I'm one do. of them. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we're doing an event the night before just mm -hmm. for people to break the ice. We're doing mm -hmm. online meet and greet for people who are coming. So that's called the launch pad. We're, we're kind yep. of keeping the theme going with Uplift Live and Takeoff and all that. Mm -hmm. um, so people can get in a virtual room together and, and meet each other because I, I don't know if you're the same, but I've been to other events where you go in, you know that you're not going to know anyone. And then you might end up standing in a corner and feeling a bit excluded. Or uh, maybe the speakers are kind of like almost like behind a velvet rope. They're totally not approachable. And, mm -hmm. and you know, you've got to stay in the audience and, and just be quiet. And that's not what this vibe is about. I just want everyone to get to know each other, everyone to eat together and, and everyone to have some fun and, and you know, learn together and, and hopefully make some lifetime connections. So, um, yeah, that's what we're all about. I'm looking forward to that because I have to say when it comes to networking, I'm one of those stand against the wall and yeah. feel painfully yeah. quiet and shy and misplaced and stuff like that. So I'm looking forward to the fact I know a lot of people going from where they reached mm. out before the other events. And um, the other thing I really liked about the agendas now on the Uplift Live website, and we will um, put the... Uh, link there in the show notes as well but I absolutely love that the seminars are all half an hour long as well yeah yeah we we, we didn't some people do the whole keynote thing you know the opening mm -hmm. speech is really long the, the closing speech is long and, and it's by a you know kind of a celebrity name yes. well all of these speakers are talented and mm -hmm. I wanted to keep the the sessions equal um by the way I won't go into specifics but we are all 
we're paying the speakers all the same amount as well. We're keeping mm-hmm. it as egalitarian as we can. Ethical, you know, all the way through. I you love know, it. Man, woman, UK, international, doesn't matter. You're all getting paid the same amount to speak mm-hmm. on this stage. And we're leaving loads of space in between so that people can do the networking stuff. Because for yeah. me, that's often the most valuable bit. It's like meeting someone, having a real chat with them. And, and that's where the magic happens. Mm. So uh, we've got plenty of that going on. And I must say, before we move on, um, thank you for your work on the website because <laughs> uh, we, we, we just wouldn't have had the talent all the time to get that done. So that hopefully will present the event in the best light possible and, uh, and tell you all about the agenda and who the speakers are. And we've got interviews on there and all sorts. So, um, yes, if you go to uplift-live.com, you can see Holly's great work and, um, and hopefully you can buy a ticket to join us. It'd be great. You're very welcome. And um, I think it's important people should know, actually, I had bought my ticket long before you even approached (laughs) me about the website. I knew that this was something I wanted to be uh, involved in. Mm. And so going back to that 30 minute format, I just think it's so genius because in before I became a web designer and I used to have to go to lots of work things, it was like death by PowerPoint Mm. where, you know, everything was 50 minutes to an hour and you'd have to sit through one after the other, after the other, after the other. And I love that this gives you the time frame to have enough information and be excited about that information. And then off you go and do some networking and then kind of sit down again. I think it's a brilliant format. Um, I appreciate that. Thank you. I'm, you know, mindful of the whole kind of machine gun stats approach, Mm. which is like sit in your chair and we're going to bomb you with like a hundred things that you need to know and and if you're you if you come out and remember one or two of those things you'd be very very lucky because it's just an onslaught of information so we don't want it to be that i think it's uh you know less is more and um and i'm going to be actually very soon going to be reviewing all of the talks that our speakers are going to be delivering so that i can you know hopefully apply a level of quality control just make sure that we're all we're not overlapping or contradicting each other and it all kind of harmonizes nicely so that it's a nice experience for everyone and um and we're also going to be recording everything because you know with the best will in the world birmingham's not that accessible for you know if you're in australia probably not going to be coming sadly so Mm -hmm. we'll we'll make it available as an on-demand option for people who can't be there on the day um but i think nothing's really going to be you know meeting people and being in the same room that's the magic i agree and um I really like, I've seen posts over the last couple of weeks from you and Gus and Jeremy, all of you kind of accessing your networks saying, Mm. what would make this conference better for you? And people have said, can it be really accessible for this and that? And um, I just, it feels like there's nothing left to chance and that everyone's been really considered. And yeah, I think it's going to be really special and hopefully the first of many, but uh, depends how you feel about organising (laughs) We'll see. It's been... It's been, you know what, I've never done this before. I do like to challenge myself and it has been a lot of work. Mm. Uh, But, um, you know, the payoff will be in a month's time and we'll see how we all feel. But um, it'd be great to keep it going and and, and see what the reaction is um, Mm -hmm. to people in the room and online. But, um, yeah, it's really, really exciting. And I can't wait to meet you finally because we've been chatting to each other for years now. Seven years, eight years, something like that. It's got to be something like that. We've never actually met in person. So, yeah, can't wait to give you a big hug and welcome you to Birmingham. I know, I'm really looking forward to it too. Um, before we go, can you tell me a little bit more about, well, not me, tell my listeners a bit more because I've read it, about Content TNA? Because you've talked, um, yeah. throughout this uh, interview, you've talked about that personal brand that's really come yes. through. And of course, Content TNA is about 
how to create that, isn't it? It is, yeah. I mean, it came about after that relentlessly helpful moment that I had, which was, you mm. know, like I said, it was really blind luck. And I just thought other people shouldn't have to rely on blind luck. You know, there must be a way of kind of getting to the truth of what you want to represent in the world. So mm. I just took the ideas that I was putting on LinkedIn already and the stuff that I've been saying to copywriting clients for mm. 10 years, because very often I was saying the same things over and over again. Mm. You know, who are you? What do you want to stand for? What kind of com content do you want to communicate? Who do you want to apply, appeal to? And all of that stuff. And I just thought, I'll codify it all into a book. Um, you know, I wanted to be a biochemist and kind of the, the idea of DNA is, you know, a few simple building blocks in lots of different configurations can produce earthworms and bananas and people, you know, as you're mm -hmm. all built from DNA. And yet we're also wildly different. So just a few things might unlock that, that what is the unique you. And I put it into a book and that is Content DNA. And in April, it'll be four years old, believe it or not. Mm -hmm. It's been out that long. Um, but I think it's evergreen. You know, the, yeah. the lessons in there, mm. I, I hope, are timeless. So, um, yeah, if you want to kind of primer on how to build a personal brand and create content that actually moves people, mm. uh, maybe it's something to consider. Absolutely. And often when I have um, customers who are right at the beginning of their journey, particularly my um, Simply Sites customers where they've had an idea or they have a skill set and they're starting to push it out in the world, um, Content DNA is one of the first things oh, I uh, direct them you. to as well. So absolutely. So, John, thank you so much for joining us today. Can you tell people where they can find you? And how they can approach you, because I know you don't just accept um, invites from everyone, do you? Uh, no, I don't. Now, uh, if you look me up, Esperian, so E-S-P-I-R-I-A-N, uh, you'll find my website and you'll find my LinkedIn profile. And approach via either is great. Uh, it's free for anyone to send me a message on LinkedIn, even if we're not connected. Um, mm. I would encourage people to read my about statement because it's got some <laughs> icebreakers in there. Um, and so if, if you mention any of those things, I know that you're not a robot. You will have read my profile and therefore mm. I, I'm probably going to be able to have a human conversation with you. Um, so, yeah, feel free to drop me a line if you have any questions. I will try and live up to that relentlessly helpful brand as much as I can. And, uh, yeah, looking forward to, to connecting with you all. Thank you so much, John, and thank you for your time today. Yeah, real pleasure. Thanks a lot, Holly. Cheers. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed meeting John and got some good takeaways from our chat. For me, it's all about authenticity and integrity and staying in your lane, just as John and his many group members have gone on to do. I've popped the links for you to contact John in the show notes, alongside the Uplift Live website. If you're now planning to come to Uplift Live, do come and find me and John. We'd love to see you there. Before you go, please could you give this podcast or episode a quick rating and review wherever you listen to your podcasts. It helps the podcast be seen by other people and I'd love for as many people as possible to benefit from this free resource to help small businesses reach success. That's all for today. Have a wonderful week ahead and I'll look forward to being back with you next Monday.